No, I'm sorry, said Noel Foster, not sufficiently attractive. He said this in unusually firm and final accents, and with a determination which for him was rare. He hung up his office telephone receiver. He leant back in his chair. That's the last time, he thought. Never again, except possibly in regard to the heiresses he now intended to pursue, would he finish long and dreary conversations with the words, not sufficiently attractive. Now that he was leaving the office for good, he felt himself in no particular hurry to be off. Unlike other Friday evenings, he made no dash for the street. On the contrary, he sat still and took a long, gloating look round that room which for the last two years had been his prison. With the heavenly knowledge that he would never see them again, he was able to gaze in perfect detachment at the stained-glass windows a cheerful amber shade full of bubbles too, just like champagne, and the old oak furnishings which made such a perfectly delightful setting for the charms of Miss Clumps, the pretty typist, Miss Brisket, the plain typist, and Mr. Farmer, the head clerk. This amiable trio had been his fellow prisoners for the last two years. He most sincerely hoped never to see any of them again. He said goodbye to them cordially enough, however took his hat and his umbrella, and then, rich and free, he sauntered into the street. He had not yet had time since good fortune had befallen him to leave his dreary lodging in Ebury Street, and as a matter of habit returned to it now. He then rang up Jasper Aspect. This he did, knowing perfectly well that it was a mistake of the first order. Poor young men who have just received notice of agreeable but moderate legacies can do nothing more stupid than to ring up Jasper Aspect. Noel, who had been intimate with Jasper for most of his life, was aware that he was behaving with deplorable indiscretion. Nevertheless, some irresistible impulse led him to the telephone where the following conversation took place. Hello, Jasper. My dear old boy, I was just going to ring you up myself. Oh, what are you doing tonight? I thought it would be exceedingly agreeable to take a little dinner off you. All right. I wanted to see you. Where shall we dine? How about Boothstown's? Meet you there at eight? Look here, I haven't got any money, you know. That's all right, said Noel. He would keep his glorious news until such time as he could see the incredulity and disgust which would no doubt illumine Jasper's honest countenance when it was broken to him. Jasper now once more proclaimed his inability to pay, was once more reassured, and rang off. This is all exceedingly mysterious, he said when they met. Why? said Noel. Well, my dear old boy, it isn't every day of the week one can get a free meal off you, let alone an expensive one like this is going to be. Why did you choose me for the jolly treat? I find it very puzzling indeed. Oh, I wanted to see you. I want your advice about one or two things, actually, and after all, one must eat somewhere, so why not here? And fishing for his handkerchief, he produced, as though by accident, and replaced with nonchalance, a roll of ten-pound notes. Jasper's expression did not change, however, as Noel had hopefully anticipated it would. He merely ordered another champagne cocktail. When it came, he said...